Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. To fall in love. Oh, wait. Wait, this is about love. <laughs> no! No! I always knew you were in love with me. Blech. You're never going to be able to have me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because you're not rich enough. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm physically repulsed by you. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love, exciting and new, go online, they're catfishing you, shocker, fiance, soon you'll be flying to parts unknown, 90 day fiance, marrying someone you only on your phone be they French or Chinese a brand new K1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what poodle to love it's 90 day gate let's love um, and I'm attracted to men <laughs> I'll take that as a badge of honor. Welcome to 90 Day Gays, y'all. It's part. I don't know what that was. Part two. Part two. If you hear that noise in the background, it means we're together and the dog is barking. (laughs) That's what it means. Y'all, I will say I had a lovely respite from that barking dog, but only to have my mother's dog bark all fucking night long. Um, But I turned on a noisemaker so I couldn't hear her. (sighs) Muffin. And then she'd stay up all night long, and then she'd sleep in the house in front of the fireplace. What a charmed life Muffin leads. Why do I feel like I remember you doing the same thing when you were my roommate? What? Staying up all (laughs) night, carousing, then sleeping in the day in front of the fireplace. With my head on your lap. (laughs) Poodle, get off. Get off of me. Um, So... Now, this is part two. Part two. Uh, before we jump into the podcast, a couple of brief announcements. We just want to remind everybody about our part, speaking of part two, our second part of our crossover, our yes. three-parter uh, crossover. Gay Crappens, or Watch What Gay, gay happens. happens. Or 
Four guys not having gay sex, <laughs> but like, talking about Netflix's holiday. Four guys where their mics up their butts. True. So that was with Ronnie and Ben from Watch What Crappens. We love them. If, again, if you love Bravo Housewives, you're missing Go out. Go no further. Sub- yes, subscribe to them. You can listen to that on the podcast, on this podcast feed, or if you're on the Gaytreon at any tier, you can watch the video, video of you us can, doing you that. You can watch us gest- gesticulating wildly. Almost to gesticulating wildly. Gesticulating wildly. Um, also, we want to remind people that we've got our top choices for our- Come Come for our names up. Um, we are excited about that. There's um, you can find that in the show notes. We announced them on our show last night. We're not going to go through all no, of them because it's yeah, it's too much. Um, what we should do is do some of Jackie's honorable mentions. We should do some Jackie's uh, honorable. These mentions. are shows. These are these are show names that didn't exactly that didn't make it. Actually, I guess we can say them real quick. The number the names for voting are. We'll just I'll just go through them real quickly. Okay. Um, number one is Champagne Dreams and Chandelier Screams. Trash TV Talk with Maddie and Poodle. Love that one. Number two is Reality Gays, Trash TV and Gay DD with Maddie and Poodle. Yes. Number three is Reality Reading Room, Trash TV with Maddie and Poodle. Mm-hmm. And number four is Two Gays, One Remote, <laughs> Trash TV and Gay DD with Maddie and Poodle. And number five is On the Couch with Maddie and Poodle. Yay. Talking Trash TV. And so that's our five names. But we do have some honorable mentions, Poodle. I think we really do. We, we we were blessed with an embarrassment of riches. That is true. Um, that is true. Uh, now, yeah, yeah. a lot of them were good, very good. Some of them were really good and funny, but either so filthy that <laughs> Apple Podcasts would deny our name, or yeah. had, or were so inside jokes. That no one knew would find our show. That right. would be like a lot of Carl's wife yeah. references. What's Carl's wife and dick pigs? What's that <laughs> show about? You guys, y'all got to remember Lynette, who's w- looking for reality. Ninety Day Fiance needs to be able to find us. So that was kind of we took that into consideration. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go with our first. Um. Uh. Our first. Uh. Honorable mention. Uh huh. Um, I love this one because it's so niche, and that is arsenic and old gays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a shady bitch, y'all. The, everyone, if you didn't do arsenic and old lace in in high school, you didn't go to high school. You didn't go to high school. Um, um I have one. This is maybe I'll be honest. This is maybe my favorite one. Okay, and if this th- this would have nobody would have known what this is about. I think it's too much, but I love this so much. It's called the Fudge Packin' TV <laughs> Trash Compactin' Reality Roundup. That was some, I'm going to say this. It was submitted by S.L. Salazar. Good for you. The, I'm going to say that again. The Fudge Packin' tra- TV Trash... Let me do it again. The Fudge Packin' TV Trash Compactin' Reality Roundup. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Pretty great. Um, the next one I have <laughs> that would be offensive to a lot of people, which is why that got I, knocked I out. I will say I was called a fudge packer and it was very offensive to me. Yeah. So I'm kind of okay. I'm okay. With I love it that now. it's taking it back, taking the fudge packing back. Well But for some people that are new listeners, we're gonna get letters. Yeah. So don't come letters. at us with that, y'all. Yeah. So this is my favorite. Uh, it's also very niche and very podcast. Go get mama. The gays are on. 
That's right out of Shooter the Dog, y'all. <laughs> go get Mama. Go get Mama. The gays are on. Mama. Mama, go. <laughs> Mama, the gays are on. Mama. Um, Stop crying there about Daddy leaving you, Mama. <laughs> He'll come back. He always does when he sobers up. Uh, do you want to do one more? Sure. Um, uh, I also loved... Um, oh, where was it? it? Just oh, um, I love this one too. Canoodle with Maddie and Poodle. I love that too. I love the rhyme. I love that too. Makes it sound like we're having sex. Canoodling? No, that means what uh, does canoodling mean? It means like having a relationship. Oh, yeah, kind of. I like that even more. Canoodle with Maddie and Poodle. But again. Lynette from North Dakota, who's looking up reality TV, is going to go, what the fuck is that? I want to also say we had a post, um, I think probably like on Christmas, New Year, Christmas Eve or something, and everyone in, the sissy, in our sissy squad on our Facebook page, and we have 48 states represented. We and do. North Dakota was not among them. Y'all, if you're a North Dakota sissy, I want you to come at us somehow. My grandpa's people are from Dickey, North Dakota, so I've got relatives there still. <laughs> And I'm a North Dakota, and, and they're embarrassed. They're not at all. <laughs> a little. Um, uh, we also had no Vermont sissies. Uh, maybe you guys aren't in the Facebook group. But, maybe. So come at us if you're a North Dakota sissy or a Vermont sissy or tweet or an, us or an Idaho sissy. We didn't have either, but I think we might have lost the Idaho vote because yeah, I won't shut up about militias. That's your fault. So y'all, not it's me. all militias all the time for me in Idaho. <laughs> the views of Jake Anthony are not the views of 90 Day Gays. Ruby Ridge! <sighs> you guys, so we're going to have a new name coming up. You have until New Year's Eve. What are you doing New Year's? You're voting on a gay podcast. <laughs> Name. Name. So uh, by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, be sure to vote, and then we're going to announce that come January. I forgot what day in January. But sometime I think we, said January. That we, we said we were going to try to do it on the 4th. Um, Great. Our best. We'll just have to scrape together to get all the art done and all the technical <laughs> stuff and rename all those shows while you're just sitting pretty I've done all the hard work so far. <sighs> <laughs> I did all the leg work. Uh-huh. So anyway, y'all, we appreciate you so much. Um, I guess, is that all of our announcements? I think. Platteville so. tonight on the on the Gaytreon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Got or tomorrow. two more episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, life, no sweet tea this week. No, Life After Lockup comes back. Yeah, that's coming back. Dude. Uh, I was busy. I was busy. <laughs> So come at us, come at us, y'all. Again, um, we um, we're we mentioned this before, but if you are on the Gatreon, we are going to be doing because it's so good, Salt Lake Housewives um, for the Bicurious. But this week we still have a lot going on with the voting, so we're going to bump that to next the week, second week of January. So um, yeah, there you go. All right, so look, y'all, it's it's very exciting the next couple of days. Stay tuned. We are. It's going to be it's it, it's going to be a. A new year, it's going to be... New name. New name. We've already done some revamping that's worked out really well in the Sissy Squad. It's just a... It's just really... We're getting so much great feedback from the way we're... And we appreciate it because we took your comments. And so, uh, it's just... I just feel like it's a... It's a new ad... I'm feeling good from my head to my chair. Oh, no! We're doing everything just fresh. I love it. Great. Um, Let's jump into the show. Sure. Uh, 
Let's start with Honeymoon in Paradise. <laughs> Moik in Italy. <laughs> I don't know who it was, oh, but someone boy. said, how can they even pretend to like each other at this point? Uh, uh, supposedly, they might be married now. That's what I've also seen gossip on. I will say. And they may be doing it for the cameras. I color me stupid. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't think Natalie is in this to get a green card. I don't think so either. I think there's something in her that makes her feel like this has to work out with Mike. I I think she has psychological issues. And I think Mike just has nothing else to do. Yes. Um... I, I, this is a really weird. Are we recording? Weird, okay, we are. <laughs> this is a really weird thing. The the what we have seen of them so far, you guys, and I feel like we are being set up by the production and by some of what they, we've seen on the show and some of the storytelling is that this is a very dramatic and high stakes time for Mike and Natalie, mm-hmm. and. And I feel that's partially how she acts in when she's on screen li- live. In the confessionals, she acts fine. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if um, that is the production making her, try- and she's trying to seem on camera, or she, I think she's very aware of she's being filmed, and there's a yes. sense of... With those big googly eyes, as we say, she's extraordinarily beautiful. But too. you can tell someone whose Instagram page that looks like hers. She is, is very aware. It's somebody who's very aware of the camera and how. Yeah. But I don't know if she's aware of, I think she's aware of how she looks. I don't think she's aware of how she's perceived. It's that whole, um, it's that whole Dolly Parton trifecta thing right. we've talked about. Who the person you really are, the person people think you are, and the person you think people. And I, I think her, those things are very spread apart for her. I don't think she has any perspective. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think she lives completely in the moment. And there's, or it's always what's ha- going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's also a way of this production of they came to the house at night. And that's when she said, it looks like a horror movie. So there is this narrative to tell the story of Natalie being in an unfamiliar place Mm -hmm. with Mike being out in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. which we also see reflected with Brandon and Julia. Uh This kind of, I'm going to take these women from a different place, Mm -hmm. kind of isolate them far away. Mm -hmm. And... The, the 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 show's playing with that trope. I mean, it really is I, even doing that with in a very different sense. Jovi and Yara it's doing that with Jovi and Yara, totally. someone who's in a big, huge city, right? And I think these are three city women, city city uh, women <laughs> without faces, uh, coming and going <laughs> on a first name basis. Yes, that. You're talking about cleaning women, but that's okay. Yeah, but it had it went, went well Kinda with went, city, yeah. city women. Um, so, and I believe that partly, I think both these men kind of think of these women as, or three of these men kind of think of these women as immigrants who are looking for a better life. I think, and that, yes. can I add to that? Yeah. I feel like they're. Um, why am I not drinking? And you are. I, you asked me. To, you said you should have gotten me a beer. 
Okay, we'll do that at the break. <sighs> I that made me forget what I was gonna say. Uh, but I'm sure it was very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I fine. I, I, I don't w- remember. But I I also want to. Remember this? Oh, is- oh, I remember now, teacher. I remember, y'all. I'm raising my hand right now because I had to, because otherwise that pig would speak up before me, and I <laughs> never would get my question in. <laughs> he always answered quicker. Oinky always was on the up. You know what? And he was valedictorian too. <laughs> he was in that one room schoolhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, I also think that they're they're that they're thinking of them as immigrants, and I also think honestly they're thinking of. They are gifting them the gift of America. I totally agree. Yeah, that's all because I want to say. The American hubris that comes with yes. everyone wants to come to America. Yeah. You know, they've all said mm-hmm. that. There's this so there's this sense. I also want to say that in especially in the case of Natalie, yep. this is not someone who is, let's say, because there have been a lot of people saying online, she's just complaining, she's blah blah blah. I think she's reacting to the environment, but in such a way that is so blunt. And I, I think as well as she can't think a couple steps ahead. She's always in distress mode. And she's we don't know if that's from a tra- trauma or what. She acts She acts as if she was in a I trauma. Think something We was, don't know anything yeah. about her father. That hasn't been mentioned at all. And she had a previous marriage that the less said the better. And the way, honestly, the mother and... Uh, maybe it's a cultural, so forgive me if I'm overstepping, but there there did seem between her and mother a, a, a pretty intense codependency. Yeah. So meaning that was, I'm imagining, and I could be wrong, that was born out of a struggle that maybe her and her mother both went through. Yeah. So whether that was with their father or another right. family member. So it just makes you wonder, like, what, um, it's like, are her eyes so wide because she just has wide <laughs> eyes, or is she always just looking? Yeah, and she's thinking what looking. the next shoe to drop. Yeah, I also take issue with the idea in this that Mike is some type of incel who has lured her there and is gaslighting her for his own amusement. No, I y- think I don't agree with that who says either. That? Oh, it is a theory. Okay, for people that think that. <laughs> Mike's not that intelligent. And I think he's he's reactive. He's not dumb. Yeah. But I just don't I think he's reactive. I think he's just like Mike, you guys, Mike is that guy who never has an opinion of what he wants to eat for dinner. He'll just eat what you're serving. Right. He's like, oh he's like, whatever. Pork chops and some applesauce. Right. Now, there was some moments here that I I could see people get triggered by, and I know where they are. But I want to talk about a, yes, Mike probably should have gotten her her types of food. Now that I totally, totally agree with. It, it, she it, is it, vegan. She is vegan. Yeah, uh, she says vegan. Yeah, because they're eating eggs, and I'm like, uh, vegans don't eat eggs. Well, I think she's she said she's vegan, but um, we're going to talk about this in a minute. But a, he should have gotten her food. Uh, definitely. It is this. He prepared not at all for her to come. I totally say, and he said, I don't think he was prepared at all for me to get here. I agree. Totally. Now, but I get, I don't think that was like a malicious, maybe it was, but I just think Mike, he doesn't, 
he's not thoughtful he doesn't in have that, that in him yeah he doesn't he's like oh well this is fine for me this will be fine for yeah. anybody he lives very simply um almost to a fault mike's probably the guy if you come to visit him he might put on clean sheets on your on his guest bed otherwise he might not think about it no you'll get the pillow he jizzed on great <laughs> so great. let's jump into this cuz i i i wanted to say that because for some reason, in not necessarily on uh, in, in on social media, I'm seeing a complete divide, and not a lot of middle ground for this couple. And mm. I think a lot of it has to do with number one, the storytelling that they're doing, that the production is doing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, they're always. It's like um, it's like Ari and Benium, y'all. They made it really look like that they were really uh, juxtaposed. From one another, and guess what? On their social media, it looks like they're doing just fine. And I will say, right before this, you guys, Mike and Nally were together uh, on social media before this season was before they. This and season there were was pictures running. of them and all so, over. Y'all gotta so, remember, it's a reality show. Yeah. So I'm saying the only thing that's real on this, 100, percent is Darcy and Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh God bless. Uh, I I I will say. So let's jump into this. Um, so they are making breakfast. It's the next morning after they, they're at, they're at the house. She walks in horror in movie she, in horror movie, and she leans up and kind of looks at him, and then she kisses him, and he's like, "Because Mike says, do you want to make French toast?" And she goes, "What is French toast?" <laughs> Just French toast, and he kind of tells her, and she, she goes, kisses him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So there's this weird... And Mike is just kind of standing there. There's this weird moment of her kind of telling, or him telling her what to do and, and giving her steps. And she's like, is this enough? And she's whisking the eggs in this strangely aggressive way. Well, she's taken out. She's and washed, she washed the eggs. I, which is a thing uh, that some people in European countries do. Um mm-hmm. But Americans would never even think to do that. I didn't that. think that was weird. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, well, you wash the eggs. No big deal. But you didn't grow up with that. No. Yeah. Um, so uh, then she's kind of starts. Can you imagine if I washed eggs in front of my grandma? Why are you washing them <laughs> eggs? Well, Grandmama, I just wanted to. You think I buy dirty eggs because I'm <laughs> poor? You think I buy them dirty eggs? God damn it. <laughs> Take that egg and shove it up your ass and we'll see if it's dirty then. That's exactly what she would say. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> and I'd say, I'm sorry, Grandma. I won't wash them. And then she'd say, "Come here, baby. I'll make you meatloaf. I love you." Um. So she's like, "I'm constantly cold." Uh, he was not ready for me. It's so cold. I felt sad for her about this because you guys. How do I put this delicately? <laughs> when Mike is a big man who makes his own heat. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And he's walking around in his shirt and shorts. Yeah, he's like barely in underwear. When your best friend slash podcast partner <laughs> is completely thrown off the rails by temperature, you learn to empathize with people because if and if Poodle actually if you're hot, but to, I always tease you about you being hot and you can't focus on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't focus. I'm kind of that way if I'm cold. I I get it, but. Have it's, him turn on the heat. It's torturous if you're freezing all the time. That's hard for you. Um, yeah, have him turn on the heat. Or wear warmer clothes. Put on a coat. Yes. I, I, I guess I can't. I feel like the response of it's con- it's I'm just so cold all the time 
is also, i.e., I'm so uncomfortable in this environment. Um, I think there's a bit, too, of Natalie feels like, look, we agree, Mike should have taken some steps to make her feel comfortable. But Natalie does seem like she wants him to do everything to make her nothing but comfortable. Yeah. There is going to be uncomfortableness uncomfortableness in this because she is stretching herself and moving to a new country. Yeah. So no matter what Mike did, it's going to be a growing pain. And it's like Natalie cannot tolerate pain. Yeah, oh, I, t- I agree with that. Cannot tolerate pain. And so it's got to be she wants it expelled from her body, out of her life immediately. And that's just not the reality. It's like what you said. It's not... She's living in the reality, but without perspective at all. Yeah, and you, you, or I the think now, it's I mean. also actually it's painful to to watch you guys her process. It's painful to watch her process the things I that's mean, going on around her. It's painfully entertaining. <laughs> well, not when she's sitting there. So you guys, they for some reason they make four pieces of French toast and they use six eggs. I have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like, that's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. That's an eggy bread. And she's kind of like passive aggressively singing mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. as she cleans up mm-hmm. after him, which is a mother poodle move, which bothers me. Um, this house is like trailer. The walls are really thin. <laughs> um, so they're sitting down with the French toast. And I think mm-hmm. he's he's excited to show her something new. And so she's acting like I will say she's the worst actress. She she's can't terrible. even. So yeah. she eats it. She's you know what? Chewing you know it. what? Before you do this, <laughs> I think it's time to bring back a our new, new segment. Our new segment called Outside Voice, Inside, Inside Voice. Voice. I'll be playing the role of Natalie's outside voice. I'll be playing the role of Natalie's inside voice. So, uh, trigger warning. If you're triggered by mouth food, sounds. food <laughs> mouth sounds, sorry, we're eating. Sorry. <laughs> you may you may want to fast forward. Oh, y'all, don't, don't pull, pull over. over don't pull over. You know we're back in there, the U.S. There's or, or not an ambulance in Sequin, Washington, or Squim. Sequin. <laughs> you're so gay. So, here we go. I'll be a mic, too. Yeah. Uh... Hey, babe, you like that? Uh, you like that French toast I made? Pause, pause. It's it's good. It tastes like a rubber tire. Rubber tires. I got to leave here. Help me! Help me! Help me! Help me! Ooh, cinnamon. Uh, it but it's uh, it's it's not healthy. It's just not healthy. Oh, uh, I'm very healthy. It's not healthy. Now I'm gonna go up, go up and get a. I'm gonna go to. The, I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go up and get a carrot. And she's peeling carrots now. Where is something to clean this? It's dirty. I'm dirty. You're dirty. We're dirty together. You want to get dirty? I don't want to be dirty, Mama. You want to be dirty? I don't want to be dirty, Mama. No, no. Where's a brush? Where's a brush? Ah, part plus, part plus. Where are you? I eat healthy. I eat carrot because uh, it make my skin beautiful without extra cosmetic product. I'm going to be a model, bitch. And scene. <laughs> Y'all... <laughs> It was painful to watch her painful. eat this toast. 
So she, she gummed it down. It's another another ambulance. She gummed it down without any and syrup or anything. Mike's like, what do you think? She goes, good. So, y'all. And then she drinks the coffee, and it's like. Swigs it down. And she's like. <laughs> Get it out of my mouth. I, I also want to say, y'all, this talk of I eat healthy, um, there are food issues. Uh, anyone who's going to pull out a carrot and eat it at breakfast, there, that's, there's, these are red flags here. And we already knew there were food issues. Um, and she says, I, keep, I drink lots of vitamins. I, I only eat healthy things. It, but it is on Mike, though, that he had. Now, so. I agree. It's it, on him. It, well, I'm we're talking like, about her food issues right now. It is on Mike. But do you think. So here's the deal. Y'all, when Mama Mar comes to visit, she always reminds me, Matthew, could you go to the CVS and get me the, the Atkins shakes? I like the caramel macchiato. That's what I like to have for breakfast. <laughs> and I get I get breakfast food. I get snacks. For, but also, she takes the responsibility. I mean, now I know. Yeah. But she reminds me. And I wonder if Natalie had any involvement of telling Mike these things, or did she expect them? I think she expected them. I'm not talking about that, though. I'm talking about the concept of going to get a raw carrot at breakfast. No, no, no. Yes, yes. I'm just kind of yeah, adding I, I understand to... what you're saying. And so I think, but I bring back that point. I think it's about food issues. Agreed. But I'm also bringing back, I think that literally is her way of saying, she can't say, fuck you, I'm angry at you. So I'm going to eat a I'm going to eat a raw carrot, carrot in front of you. Like a poor person. I will eat my carrot in a corner. That, to that make was this... you feel like shit. I kind of so it's both of those. I agree with you. Yeah, but I want to say the way she's using the saying "I eat healthy" means I eat healthy things that I can control. That I can control, so they what they do my body. It's very carrot. They save money on skin cream. Yeah, I and uh, I don't. I don't know this. I mean, this to me, y'all can come at us. This whole thing speaks to me of food issues with food. As two people who maybe have issues with food, yeah. I mean, granted, we've never been uh, anorexic or anything like that, but it was it was triggering to watch. Yeah, it was hard to watch. She's talked about it a little bit before, and she says things like, uh, "It was just she's like, I'm very healthy. I only do, um, I only cer- do certain put certain things in my body." Yeah, and it's just if you're very healthy at breakfast, there are other meals. Maybe she only found a carrot, but yeah. I, I. It reminds me of those usually women who you would see only eating bags of baby carrots. I remember when I went to yeah. arts camp and, you know, we had choir, we had orchestra, we had drama, we had poetry. Yeah. We had ballet. Yeah. And the difference of what the modern dancers would eat versus what the ballet dancers would eat. Yeah. Was astounding. Yeah. It was truly astounding. It was. Yeah. And I was 14. It's the first time um, I'd ever... Um, seen that and you guys that's not on a lot of the times that's not on those dancers that's on the culture that especially ballet culture is is pervading yeah Yeah. yep i totally agree so i any especially any people who've had experience with food issues come come at us about this because there was something it was glaring we're not experts on that no so um um yeah i I, i'm just curious to um what I'm just curious, bless her heart. It's not going to go great. Yeah, it's not going to go great. Okay, so, 
So she's called what's going to happen. It's what's going to happen is they're going to go out and Natalie and Mike are going to go take go a little town. drive and see the town again, y'all, of 6,000 people. It's very small. It's very small. So I think she thinks it's a town. Um, and As they're driving, driving down the highway. <laughs> and, and we're going to see Squim Washington. So they're driving down the highway. And Natalie says, when are the end of the woods? <laughs> and then suddenly we hear. Because there are no ends to the yeah. woods. <laughs> Into the woods to front. To dun, that's where I get my hair cut. Into the woods we go to town. That's where I get the meat. It's found. Into the woods to grandmother's house. Oh, wait, she's dead. Into the woods to grandmother's house. And this is where someone else would come in, but there are not enough people in the yeah. town. The way is clear. There's nowhere to go. You're locked right here. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I will say they tried to do a production and squim in yeah, the woods, a, but they only had eleven people in the cast. That's true. So. <laughs> There's a small creek. You get some fish. <laughs> I do. Hey, really hate to ask it. Don't ask it. <laughs> no woods. I will say my favorite quote of the entire episode was, and I need to say this: when it gets a little warmer, I'll take you to the creek and you can catch a rainbow trout. She goes, "What?" I didn't understand the word. <laughs> Words like crick, rainbow trout. Rainbow trout. Just had no idea. I died. And he's like, "Do you have you ever been fishing? And she goes, no, I don't remember catching fish. <laughs> um, Is your drizzly order here? Not yet. Stop? Okay. Not yeah, yet. Poodle. They're on the when way. Poodle's checking his phone repeatedly in the show. <laughs> it means dick's coming or alcohol. <laughs> You know, I can argue dun, dun, with that. Dun, could be. Who knows? There's something big out of way coming up my ass today. <laughs> Maybe tonight. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're talking about, um, uh, t- she's talking about the. Uh, it is funny. I, again, it really was very Sondheim when she was like, uh, when Natalie says, uh, we go to town. I'm excited. And I wanted to say, she could literally say excited and scared. Yeah. Just excited like and Little scared. Red. Just, just like Little Red. She's like, uh, this is so fake when she's in the car. saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, you're not excited at all, yeah, honey. I feel like she's doing her best to be an actress. I And, yeah. and, and I, you know, so... They, she's like, I, I mean, saw. That, I just want to say, I don't mean that in a negative judgment way. No, I think she's just. She it's like that. She's trying, right? No, I think she is trying, and it's completely not convincing. This this story is produced differently than all the others. Um, besides, and I think this story is the most in common with Brandon and Julia because we are creating. Uh, we are we're we're gonna we're obviously creating. A, a a villain in Brandon and Julia's story with the parents. Yes. Um, but I think you have Julia, who is a much more reliable, less uh, unpredictable person than Natalie. Yes, um, I feel like I agree with you regarding the producing aspect. It's almost as if, 
honestly, it's probably, I would imagine, similar to the way they produce Stephanie, where they're like, this bitch is a gold mine. Just let her do her thing. <laughs> and I feel like, but Natalie's hyper aware of the camera this season. It is. Yeah. But again, it goes back to that, the, whether you want whether no matter what you want to call it, the Dolly Parton trifecta or awareness, it's that she has, who she thinks she's putting out to the world is not at all what yeah. people actually see. To, and she doesn't know the difference yeah. of that. Um, so she's basically right. She wants to go to the waterfall. It is sunshining right now here. In it L- is. Sunshine on my shoulder. Okay, we can't do jukebox time. Makes me horny. You've, you've done three songs in five You know, I'm excited to be with you and be in person. <laughs> I know, but there's you know, a limit, and I want you to start knowing it. <laughs> so... She, he's like, well, I have to get off work. He's like, we can maybe we can do that next weekend. And she's like, next weekend? You mean these? No. And then we have then we go no. around with what next weekend it's like, is. Who's on fucking first? We don't and know the calendar. Russian version. And then, uh, so she is. She's like, it's actually a two to three hour drive. And so she's <clears> like, we could go now. And he's like, no. That and she's and she takes that to mean I'm not a priority. She yes, says yes, and and I will say, and I can sense her despair with I don't have anything to do for four days, which is weird because they're driving in town, and y'all, I don't know if you noticed, but there were some businesses on the street of Main Street. <laughs> um, uh, if you noticed, there was this uh, the first place over the fence. Yes, I did see and that. You know what? We had someone contact us from over the <laughs> fence um, because they just wanted to do a little ad, just letting everybody know what over the fence. They paid us twenty dollars, and so we it was feel sweet. It, um, in Bitcoin, uh, you guys. Uh, we've got her name is Dee Dee Rivette. <laughs> Dee Dee Rivette is here, and she's just going to tell us about over the fence. Um, Dee Dee, so glad you're here. You know, I I I'm so glad to be here Thanks. to talk about over the fence. Talk about over the this fence. Yes, yes. This is a store. Uh huh. It's got everything. Okay. We got those things that bob up and down in your front yard like the little boys, you know, yeah, look they, like are, they're are playing they, with their Peters. Are they little boys? Some of them. Okay. Some are girls. Who knows? Who knows? These days, who knows? You can't tell who's a boy and who's a girl. It's true. And, you know, I wish that people, it's a, it's a weird life these days. Dee Dee, what's your biggest seller? I want to talk about the boys and girls because you don't know who was a boy and a girl these days. They should wear signs. I don't even know. Well, we're you know we should go past that. That's not, so. You what's know, your biggest seller? In, biggest, in over the fence, everybody. Uh, we, over we, the fence. We sell specifically to uh, squam-related antiques. Oh, okay. Uh, we have things like General Douglas Squim. We oh. have little statues of him, who the name of the town was named after. Oh, okay. A lot Whoa. of people think it was the Indians. But it wasn't. Oh, okay. General Douglas Squim. There we go. Do you have anything to do with fences? Why is it called over the fence? Because at our cash register, there's something that uh, I pass it over a fence to you. Oh, like it's... a literal picket fence. Oh. That's our, that's our calling card. Oh. So you're, you're good at branding. Uh, no, we built, the, we built the store and there was just a fence in the middle and we couldn't take it out. There you go. Anything? Well, you know, we made it work. You made it work. You guys, Dee Dee Rivette. We got traffic cones half price this okay, week. Okay, Dee Dee Rivette. We know. Thank you so much, Dee Dee. We got, you know, you know those pet rocks that people stop selling? <laughs> yeah, Dee Dee. Pet rocks are 
a gold mine. Oh. Where we are. You need to come get yours. Do they have stains on them? No, why would they have that? Okay, just checking. They're just blank rocks. No, they got faces. You just got to look real hard. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'll give you a pet rock with every purchase. Oh, great. I found them in the gravel pit out behind my house. Okay. With a dead body. Wait, I didn't say that. Well, Dee Dee, I got to go. Time's up. Everybody go to Over the Fence. Thank you, Dee Dee. I have a feeling we might be hearing more of her. <laughs> oh, she was good? She, you missed she it. She had a lot Poodle. to say. Yeah, she had I was lot off to getting say. a drink. It was worth the $20 for her ad. <laughs> it was Great. cash. Great. What is she, what's the store do anyway? Let's move on. Okay. It's better that way. <laughs> you know, I we just. We still don't know. I, I was just shimmying by her. Her applique vest was poking out a lot. There's a lot of flair on uh, that lot vest. Of, lot of, she had a lot of flair, both Christmas, New Year's, and Hanukkah. Yeah. Shockingly. For all. For all. <laughs> I appreciate her. Um, so, okay. So they're. So they're in there. So Natalie's like pushing to go to this like beautiful waterfall nature drive you just thing. Said beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Mike wants to go. One of our sissies on Instagram messaged us and said that like it's far. It's far away. It's not like an easy day drive to go no. do this. So, um, so anyway, so y'all. But Mike, what does Mike do for work again? I forgot. He's some kind of. I want to say he's some kind of construction manager. Or something, or like construction materials. But, construction people do not get a lot of days off. Yeah, y'all. and so he's he said he'd have to get off the day if but he can maybe do it two weeks. She kind of loses it, and I I think this just might be this is uh, this could be a couple things. This could be her her not being able to plan for the weekend mm-hmm. and to have like two weeks for from nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So that could trick trick something, or this could be a camera thing. This could be. Her losing it for the camera because she does this kind of walkabout. She walks off. And it's says, really I need- hard. I don't have time. And he's like, she's like, I know Mike works really hard. He doesn't have time. Um, I wish I was a priority. And I'm yeah. like, honey, who paid for you to come to the United States? Like, yeah, I get that has, argument. I, I, not that he paid for her. Not yeah. that that in itself is enough. But he's Mike doesn't make a lot of money. and He's in yeah. debt. So he worked probably a lot to save money to get I, her here. I think she's a big priority. I just, in Mike's life, I just think she wants to be a bigger one, if that makes any sense. Well, and totally different, if we're talking about these, 100% they have different love languages. And so, like, she's just, this is not, well, you know what, that makes it sound like what Natalie is saying is reasonable, and it's, it's not. not. She wants to be, I think she wants to be, I think she has this fairy tale romance of being doted on. Yeah. Of like just always being showered with love and affection. And that's just not life sometimes. And I think the relationship with him when she was in the, in the first, probably the first trip to Ukraine was wonderful because he was like looking around and she was showing him her city and she was comfortable in her city and her environment. And I think she's successfully curated her Ukraine environment. Yes. And as soon as she's out of it, she freezes Freezes. like a frightened rabbit. Yep. And and I don't think any amount of coaxing uh, is going to help this. No. So this is a problem. She even finally like, Mike is still driving around. He's like, oh, there's... He literally is giving her the most boring tour ever. Oh, there's a big shopping center over here. Y'all, it's not a big shopping It's a strip mall with four <laughs> stores. Yeah. And so then Mike says, kind of in his confessional of, she has this on and off switch, and she's being really quiet 
<clears throat> Pardon me. I kind of agree with that. And really, and I think that was fine because she says like, she says, I need quiet. I need to be by myself. And so I'm cold. I want to eat. And so I understand he, that. I need to eat something. I'm a complete my, nightmare. It, they have this sweet little moment where she's going off and standing. And he just walks up to her and just holds her and just kind of holds her for a little bit. And that seems really sweet. And I want to say he says something to her. And I know it could be triggering for people because I kind of flinched when I heard it. Because mm-hmm. I take he says, use your words, use your words. It sounded like she was talking. He was talking to a child. But I think he's reacting to the fact that he, she won't tell him anything. Yeah. And that's got to be. And a as lot a, of couples go through that. And as a straight man, you guys, I only know as a gay guy, is, it is so frustrating um, not to be able to understand why someone's angry. Um, no. Or my, someone is upset. Yes. Um, I know several straight couples where one was, and not always the man, a yeah. lot of times the women who it's both sides of the women wouldn't talk. I'll be honest in my own relationship. My, you know, I was dating black gay men that a military family, they don't express emotion. So it was a little bit of, Hey, let me know what's going on. Um, so this, I don't know. It kind of, I was this whole time thinking they are not long together, but then I saw this and I went, well, maybe there's a little bit of hope. I, I think all of their difficulties are being trumped up by production. I don't know why I think that. No, I think there's something to um, that. I think they are showing us the most negative views, and it would it leads people like me to say, why are they even together at all? It's true, because that's when she's crying, and she, I appreciated the statement. She says, I don't know what to talk about. So whether it's a translation, whether she doesn't know, we don't know, but I think that's an honest statement sometimes yeah. to be like, I'm upset, and I don't know how to express it. That's valid. That's okay yeah. to say. But don't shut down. Shutting down is the worst thing you can do. Yes. So I think that's ba- – oh, before we end them, I will say, y'all, this happens. It's it's like a gas station. It's like a diner. It's this place <laughs> called Robin's Place. Yes! So yes! the owner of Robin's Place contacted us and wanted to do it. They do a 20-yard – Shocker, Dee Dee Rivette owns Robin's Place, everybody. So for one more time, Dee Dee, Dee Dee, welcome to the back to the show. Tell how are you? I'm I'm good. You know, I I was gonna take an Uber outside and it was an Arab man, so I told him to keep going. Oh, well that's So well, you know, you can't you don't know what's going on with that. Well, Dee Dee, I think maybe she get to LA more. T- Dee Dee, tell you know, us about Robin's Place before you say something inappropriate. I, I'm just trying, you know, you don't know who's going to be driving your Uber. Yeah, it's true. You can't true. pick who it is. Well, I press most of everybody, but so Dee Dee Robbins Place. Wish there was a watch list for Uber. Okay, what's what? Robbins Place, Dee Dee? Your time's Robin's limited. Robbins Place, okay, it's a good thing. Because you only thing. paid 15 bucks for this ad because it was your second one would give you a discount. <laughs> Robbins Place is where you can get everything you need in Squim. I bought it from... Uh, my beloved friend Robin, when she killed her husband, after uh, uh, he told her that her pasta was too soft. Oh, and uh, she killed him, and she was going to prison. And so I decided it was time to step in and take over Robin's place. So, do you serve food at Robin's place? No, we don't serve food there. We uh, only sell eggs. Uh huh. They're Robin's eggs in every size. 
Oh. Like people make robin's eggs. People do sculptures with robin's eggs. Oh, okay. Uh, we also sell a couple of life-size rep- replicas of robin. Dick Ward, you know? Oh, like the Batman. Uh, I'm not familiar. Okay, well, okay. Uh, anything it can be, is there anything that uh is what is what is probably your your most unique item that you sell in the store that's the hardest to find you know, anywhere in Washington? It's probably it's probably going to be, you know, this is I have my other store, you know, over the fence. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, uh but I can't plug that because you fucking you didn't pay for that. You fucking people won't let me talk about nope, it. No, just Robin's time. place on this one. Yeah. Your time's so, limited. Robin's place, you know, I'd rather really not be in rush. You know, you're flinging your <laughs> wrists around. I don't know if you're a boy or a girl. Oh, so, <laughs> okay, you know, Sorry, I gotta watch my P's and Q's in liberal Los Angeles, yeah, obviously. Yeah, apparently, Dee Dee. Lily, Lily liberals, as we, as my husband likes to say. Okay, my Dee husband Dee. Pat. Just talk about, uh, t- talk about. The, where was I? What can, what the fuck can you get in Robin's place that everybody? You know gets? what you can get at Robin's place. What you can only, you can get this here. It is the original set of Precious Moments. Oh. You know, the original one that was designed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, There were only 75 million made. Oh. Yeah. So that's and rare. And we got like the last ones. Okay. But they're, they're specific to squim. Oh. Because instead of like their eyes, I put Robin's eggs in their eyes. Oh. Some people say it's creepy. I think it's, but you know, when you're being stared at by those little robin egg boys and girls, mm-hmm. they're they're praying to God, our heavenly Father. You should call it Precious Robins. I'm not familiar. Okay, well that's your time, Dee Dee Rivet. Thank All you right. so much you for joining us. You can stop by. Okay. You can stop by Robin's place okay. or over the fence. Uh, hey, we're not this talking bag about. Won't let me talk about over the fence this time. All right, Dee Dee, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Poodle, you missed her again. Ah, oh, damn. She, she had a different vest on this time, too. <laughs> changed, I guess she changed in her you backpack. I did I did see her muttering about, can you get a white Uber driver Oh, yeah, on that, the way out? That was her. <laughs> you guys, um, since we're doing commercials anyway, I think it's probably a good time for us to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? 
How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky plain. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great, MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Hey guys, pack up everything We're going to go back to the farm we're oh, going to go oh, to the farm. But they just, they just got here. You they ready? We're going to go to the farm. We're oh, going to go oh, to the farm. You're going to stay there forever and ever and ever. And you're going to work for me. But I just woke up. Nope. Go into the farm. Next next relative is, or next 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 thing is like an hour away. You're trapped here, honey. Okay, Betty. <laughs> Yo, this is yeah. Brandon and Julia. You know, Betty <laughs> is quickly becoming the worst mother-in-law I, I don't know. We haven't seen all of them, but so far what we've seen in the history, I mean, she is in our own way rivaling Mother Debbie to me. I agree, but I really want to say I feel like they started to film these people and they were boring. I feel like they started to film uh, Betty and the husband, Buzz, Ron, whatever the fuck his name is. He's an asshole and it's not very interesting. Um, he cheats on his wife, yeah. I kind of agree, um, but I, I I feel like when they started to interview them, there was nothing really to, and then you had someone like Julia, and they didn't know what was going on. Um, I feel like they are- They needed. I don't know if you watched this, but someone pointed this out. The husband is actually mouthing some of her words during, the, uh, during some of their scenes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look. Um, I think a lot of this is scripted. The parents' dialogue, anyway. Really, they just. I feel like these people, the the par- the, the parents were so boring. Um, it feels the reason I say that is it feels cartoonish. It starts to feel cartoonish after a while. It does a little bit. The see, I don't believe Mother Debbie was cartoonish at all. No. She's just she's, she's just pathological. She's the Maleficent of reality TV. Right, right, right. Give her a stab. <laughs> <laughs> She'll turn into, she turns a, dragon. into a dragon yeah. and incinerates you. Yeah. Oh. And then there's Pee Wee. Mom, <laughs> I love fire. <laughs> We're going to get him, Pee Wee. 
<laughs> don't get caught on them fluids, Mom. They look me. So, um, so they're going back to the farm, and she's like, "All my life, I leave city." Uh, and she says, "How long is the walk to town?" She's like, "Well, about an hour." And we'll get you a bicycle. It's fine. And while you're on the bicycle, I'll make you wear a tampon to see if you're bleeding. Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need to chart your cycles to make yeah. sure you're not having sex. So make no babies. You better be. I learned how to download an app. <laughs> anyway, so, oh. I still feel this relationship, you guys, between him and his parents, if this is completely real, help. Help. They need somebody. Yeah. Help. I, but anybody. I, I feel it feels facilitated to me a little bit. Um, I'm still here Brandon for it, though. Is, I agree that I think Brandon is maybe one of the most boring people ever on 90 Day. Uh, Yeah. And I, I think Julia is so interesting and so funny and so compelling to watch. And what is she doing with him? Maybe he's got a side off camera we don't see. I don't know. Maybe. Uh. Betty and Ron or Mark or Mark, some Donald, one, whatever his one name syllable is. name that yeah. I don't give a shit about. Uh, I feel like they are having to give them lines. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, now so. she when she sees the farm, she gets really emotional. Julia starts uh, crying. It was a welcome thing, and I will say that is sweet of the parents to do. Um, and these about the next couple of minutes, I was like really into. Um, oh, with her just being shown around the farm and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and and she's like, she sees the welcome song, the sign, and uh, and welcome, she starts crying. Welcome, welcome. you're, you're so, so nice to see. Da, 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 da. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Gay DD. That's our old TV party, TV, TV party, TV co theme song. We have people like Wow Lisa. Shout out to Wilo, Ruthie, Ruthie. Uh, uh, Jay Witzak. Jay Witzak. <laughs> We're just saying random names. <laughs> All kinds of people came Our from old, that. Y'all don't even know. Sissies, before there was 90 Day, before there was Sweet Tea, there, there was were, TV Co. There was TV Co. OG it was an TV app Co. It where still is an app. They paid us for a while and then they ran out of money and we couldn't, we couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <Couldn't> do anymore. <laughs> Come at us though. If you're on TV Co. or TV Party, shout out to us. Shout out Aaron. to us. Aaron, of Aaron, course. Aaron, yes. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. Old school support. They're part of the reason why we're here. Yeah. Why Lisa's in the squad. She is, yeah. Yeah. Jay Witzak's in the squad. I still have a cookbook. Um, uh, Ruthie's in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. They're all still in the squad. Love them. Love to y'all. Um, so, so he's basically saying things like, yeah, she's happy to be here with him, and she seems to be living it. And he's like, and uh, Brandon's like, if she likes the farm- I'm 80% sure we'll make it. <laughs> um, I feel like this is not a good litmus test. This is not. There needs to be no percentages at this point. She's moved yeah. to your town. I also want to point out, for those who are farmers, because my grandma, my grandfather was a farmer and all of his family were farmers. This is not a commercial farm. This is what they call a hobby farm. Do you know what that? No, do you know my what that gran- is? My grandpa had a hobby farm. Okay. He, was, he did not make his living from it. Yeah, it was just he liked farming. He wanted but to do. Did it. Did he have animals? He had yes. Okay. Really? You're acting like really? <laughs> Why am I scared of birds? Why am I scared of birds? But you know, my what? grandpa's rooster attacked me. But a hobby farm usually you have people come to it 
and he uh, did, I guess not even a. All he had really was just uh, he had chickens and he had ducks. What did he do with them? He sold just, small amounts of like stuff. He liked. Uh, he. I don't even think. I think he sold some of the eggs, but he right. really just kept the eggs for. But for I, themselves. I want to make it clear, you guys. No one's making any fucking money off this farm. This is not some family industry that she needs to do. I think I know what they're making money off of. The dog breeding? The dogs that are in pens. That now, makes no sense to me. let's be careful. Let's be careful. We don't know about this dog breeding information. There's been, Sorry, I got triggered. There has been mixed messages going on That's with true. This. We shouldn't come for them because we don't so, know. But, and because for a while there was, we weren't sure what it was to be. But I'm saying you guys can Google this. This is a thing you can Google uh, to see how their uh, dog dog breeding or their their raising goes against it. We're saying we don't know. We don't know. Um, I'm saying the internet can tell you all you need to know. So just filter with what you go with. Yeah. Or ask ask someone in the sissy squad. Actually, actually don't because the dog breeding pros post a lot bring out a lot of strong feelings on both I'll sides. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so. Uh, I, but they do say we've got to go to work, so they've got another job. Yeah, they have jobs. Yeah, but they act like her participation in farm work is life or death. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, and I feel like uh, the idea of that she's going to be made into some kind of like unpaid slave laborer. At the, yeah. par- at the farm is a little the bit of an first overreach. day there. Yeah. You're going to learn, and the next day you'll do it yourself. And I, This but, was just a needed, I agree with and, you. And I, I will something. say, I will say, because I have either stayed on a farm or been on a farm, and I know how my grandma, grandfather worked it. Or fucked a farmer. Maybe. Um, I actually did fuck a farmer. <laughs> no, I know you did. <laughs> um, but I, I, I did wanna, too. It's not good, though. Mine. I want to talk about the the i the idea of farm life and that everyone does pitch in. There is no, there is no. I'm above you in this. No, or it's like, and sometimes like, kind of like the Plaths. You are assigned a job, and everyone just does their job regardless. Yeah. Every and you you know that if the other person did not do their job. That nothing would get done. So you do your job because you're part of, of a cooperative, almost like communism. That's why Animal Farm worked so well. <laughs> it did work well. Um, but I, I, it is weird to ask Julia to, to do all these things if they weren't saying, you know what, I'm going to be helping you too. I'm going to do this, and then maybe you can do this. Yeah, it so, just, just seems like, hi, you're here, we're putting you to work. I will say, the, the, the filming here and the storytelling was very inflammatory, trying to make it seem like they were just putting her to work as their slave. Yes. And I guarantee you that's not happening. I um, hope not. Yeah. And if it is, Julia, we're going to come rescue you, yeah. and we're going to go drinking in L.A. because you're fun. After COVID. Oh, after COVID. She is fun. She's, I love her. I love her. She's, I think she's my favorite cast member. Um, of this season, I don't know. Stephanie's close. <laughs> oh, I want to hang out with Stephanie so bad and have a psychic reading, y'all. Yes, y'all. I don't know if you watched that part where she just talked about her, you know, fucking her uh, Ryan's cousin Harris. She kind of she's messing with her. She's messing with her lip fillers, and she kind of like reaches reaches up to the sky and like tries to open her mouth. Like <laughs> y'all come at us with Harris's Instagram. We're still waiting. Ugh. It's hot. Ooh. I'm in it. Um, so she is now. Julia says she likes animals. Yeah, but she doesn't. She want doesn't to care want to take for them. care of them. Yeah. Um, she's instead 
She's like climbing the fence with pigs. Yeah. Which she's like, yet, 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 yet. No, 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 no. It's really funny, you guys. This whole section is really fun. The parents are laughing at her. They're they're laughing at a city girl. It's the same trope of city girl goes to the country. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I mean, not really a lot happening except for Donna the phone. They meet Aspen. Aspen who- is their close family friend. Yes. Um... God, Aspen's a basic name for a white person. It is a basic name for a white <laughs> sorry, person. Sorry, sorry if you're sorry, Darcy's daughter. Sorry, Annika and Aspen. Annika and Aspen. Annika and Aspen. My girls. But I love them though. Silver strong. I. Yeah. I think they're strong. I, they are silver strong. They are. They I are. Miss, they are truly strong. I think we're missing Darcy and Stacy a little. I, I. There is a hole in my life that <laughs> that, that can only be filled by those twins and/or smothered. <laughs> God, there better be a second of season of Smothered. I love a mama's third, boy. Mean. Just you're right. Third season. I love a mama's boy. Does not cut it. No. I need to see soon. He and Angelica serving more like Martian mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been on this shift all parsecs. <laughs> With their. their their hair will be pink next season, y'all. <laughs> I swear, intergalactic cocktail waitresses had never made me. I I I wrote it down, and I still think it's really funny. <laughs> um, yes, we still have to do season one of that eventually. When things we we have a slow period, we talked about doing that. It's not as good, but there there was the there was the mom who dressed sex dressed too sexy. Yeah. As, you know, that's a great trope. So uh, anyway, so speaking of being too sexy, um, they kind of in that Julia's like, I look at him and I love him, but I don't know if I'm going to end up, if that's worth it to stay here. Right. So they decided to take the tour of the rooms of the house. Oh, God. And they take a tour of the house. First of all, this house is in hoarders, but it's not... Clean. It has. It also it, hasn't been updated in at least yeah, 20, 30 years. It's not. It's actually not dirty. It looks yeah. clean, but it's very cluttered. It's very cluttered. It's very Russ's mother's house from season the joy, one. Yes, the joy of tidying up has not happened in this <laughs> no, house. Maria Kondo's name has not, not been spoken. I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with Maria Kondo. Kondo. Um. So <laughs> there. <laughs> We're still la- are you still laughing I'm about Dee Dee? I'm in love with Dee Dee Rivette, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry I missed her. Uh, you boy. Supposedly, Woo. she was still saying some She was still saying some racist swear words out the door. Oh. I don't know if we need to have her back if we, she's going to say might not racist be. stuff. It, no, we don't want to promote that on this show. So um, anyway, y'all. So they're showing the rooms. And there's, first of all, uh. Brandon's room looks really nice, and there's a sweet little bowl of candy by the bed. Oh wait, poodle and condoms. It's not. <laughs> it's now, not condoms at all. Are there's not candy at all? It's condoms. This was furnished. I can say, this was furnished by the production crew for sure. For sure, it's a great laugh. I'm not going to lie. I will because the mom and dad number one would have never bought condoms. No, they would have been too embarrassed. Um, so <laughs> they would have. So. Um, There's iguanas in the house. Well, then we go to Julia's room. There's an yeah. iguana in Julia's room, right? Yeah. So it's like, you guys, they were supposed to fix up. 
Julia got the her, shittiest room in the her place. Her room looks, looks like that room, the junk room. Like if you've got a junk bedroom in your house that you just, y- yeah. y'all know you got a junk bedroom Everybody. in your house. Brandon you just should throw have been in bags this room. of shit in. There was word art in Julia room. Oh, it, there, was, it was really hard. There was paint cans. <laughs> there, there were y'all throw away your paint. You will never use it again unless it's white paint. You need to throw that shit just away. Throw that shit away. And here's the deal, y'all. Their kitchen has a trash can full of crickets. <laughs> now, how do these understand. crickets not jump out? They, they I never need don't to jump. Know. They're not jumping crickets. I don't come at us. Why would someone have crickets in their trash to can? To feed the chameleon. Oh. You missed that part. <laughs> There's I'm too sorry many to give animals. You an easy answer. There's too many animals in this house. I think they have an animal hoarding problem. The animals, the animals. Uh, Let's talk dirty. I. I I feel like that that there should have been like a something there there should have been a screen over the cricket yeah. garbage can. Simple screen. Yeah. That kind of threw me too. <sighs> um there are also those creepy stuffed animals on her bed that they look like they bought at the like thrift store. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yes. Y'all everything was furnished PSA, in the strip store. Do not get thrift store stuffed animals. No. You don't know. I guarantee you someone jizzed on that stuffed bear. Yeah. People yeah. are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> someone used that in some sometimes kind of sex play. Sometimes little Johnny, well, or even sometimes little Johnny or little Susie when they're 13 realize suddenly if they rub their bear the right way, it yeah. made them feel googly. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It's Y'all, just like Plath and Plathville started rubbing on himself under a church pew and jacked off. I promise you. If you buy stuffed animals from the thrift store or previously owned stuffed animals, you will be sorry. Better wash them in some like um, <laughs> industrial solvent or something. Yeah, or Silk like that, shower. that Lysol-like disinfectant. <laughs> Germ away. Germ, yes. Jizz away. Um, so, y'all, we're going to eat an American dinner. We're going to eat an American, American dinner with sticks. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Come on. Come on. And you know what my American is? It's a roasted chicken kale salad. That's American <laughs> to me, so fuck off. And you know what? A lot of times that's I don't even have meat. That's because you're a queer who loves on a garden. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um. So... Uh, she wants, they're like, how do you like her stick? So they're peppering her with questions, you guys. Yes. And she's, and I will say, well, she's doing, the word pepper. I she's doing that. really well by trying to yeah. answer all of them. She doesn't know how she likes her steak. You know, she's barely kind of getting along with her English and she's keeping up really well. Yes. Um, and so then you guys, they start to pray and they hold hands yep. and it's father. We just time. It is now. I'm going to recite this prayer because I wrote it down. Yeah. Bless us, O oh Lord. Lord. And these are gifts. And these are gifts as we hope Julia uh, learns about the farm and embraces the farm. And uh, uh, we hope that she will learn to love our son the way a man shall love, the way a woman shall love her man. And a woman shall forsake all that she owns. In your name we pray. Julia. Julia. Amen. Now, Amen. this is what we call in Christianity PA prayers, passive aggressive prayers to get what you want through prayer. My father Poodle is is exceptional at this. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. The prayers would, Fran, father, 
we just want to thank you for uh, bringing us together, and we want to thank uh, Jake for uh, blessing with his presence uh, this week. And uh, uh, Father, we hope the COVID goes away, Father. Uh, and even the people who need to get COVID, um <laughs> to wake up and realize they're living a sinful lifestyle. Maybe that will make them helpful. And Father, uh, we want to pray for uh, for Betsy, my daughter-in-law, uh, that she'll see the error of her ways, and uh, she won't feed my grandkids uh, garbage food like she has been, friend, <laughs> father, friend. And uh, uh, Father, I thank you for Vicky. Sorry, Mother Poodle. I just gave away my Mother Poodle's name. Well, I thank you for Mother Poodle because, you know, I might. Uh, uh, she might not be nice to me all the time, but I know why she loves me. In your name we pray. I mean, he's literally said that, hasn't he? Yeah, it's pretty much that. <laughs> My father is is the ultimate king of passive aggressive prayers to get back at people. I think they're either Catholic or Episcopalian because this is the prayer we always said to eat dinner. Yeah, uh, blessed are Lord, and these are gifts which you are about to receive through Christ our Lord. Amen. Yeah, that's the prayer, and um. They did expand because I was kind of set it with them as I watched and I went, oh, wait a minute. They did expand. This is, this is a new part. <laughs> Very about, personal. Oh, about Julia. Mm-hmm. A PA prayer. Look at that. And I, and I like her going, I never, I've only seen this movie. People actually do this. Yeah. Y'all, the worst, and I've said this before, the worst is when you are out to dinner and that prayer with people closing their eyes and holding hands lasts a long time. It's true. And I'm opening my eyes, and my mother gives me an eye. Paper, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Fix your mic condom. What's wrong? Your oh, mic condom's coming sorry. off. Oh, anyway. Goodness. So, um, this episode's going to be two hours long, isn't it? We got a lot to talk about. Sorry, y'all. So, anyway, uh, Julia says at the table, Luke, I am scared to sleep without you tonight. I don't blame her because there's a fucking farm in a room. <laughs> She's not used to this. And Dad's like, nope. We talked about it. And Julie said, I understand, but I'm not a child. And Brandon was like, here, have a little more wine and we'll talk about it. Because I avoid confrontation at he? all costs. Then dad's, was, what do you mean, boy? Boy. <laughs> you know what? He's right because Brandon is spineless. I, I said he that. He's the least attractive that, person to me on this show. That dad starts talking to Brandon like he's a little boy because that's the way he's because acting. Because he is. Now, I hate the, the way. So the parents thought that it was finished. The yeah. parents thought all this shit was done. Well, their parents thought it was finished because they thought they said their piece and yeah. that should be listened to. And I will say, there is this is another divisive couple because some people say, you know, it's the parents' house. They should be able to uh, do what they want. They should be able to say what they want. I kind of get that. However, mom should not be trying to talk in any way about her reproductive issues I, and that, reproduction. That's what they, they don't get to her talk period about, or they don't her, get to talk about that. her body. But, but they do get to say... You're staying in our house. This is what we're comfortable with. Yeah. And I 100% agree with that. If he is not comfortable with that, then guess what? Brandon should fucking adult up. Get a, I agree. Get a job that will let him pay fucking All rent. All the onus oh. is on Brandon. All Here. on Brandon. And he's the person who we've seen the least of because he scapegoats everything to, him, yep. to everyone else. He's gross. I'm going to say this now. He's horrible in bed. I think he's Horrible. just probably really inexperienced. Yeah. I love 
I need to switch to loose leaf because I love crumbling up pages before we leave them. <laughs> Great. No one cares. No one fucking <laughs> cares. I love this PlayStation so much. So beautiful. It was sold to me. That makes me miss by, Kyle from Cray Cray. By a woman who would, uh, or they, a non-binary person yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever, who would destroy uh, Rebecca in, without blinking an eye. An eye. An eye. Um, and a lot of members we heard said, who is this person? Because I'm so attracted to her. <laughs> I kind of was too. Her power. I'm not going to lie. It, I was like, whoa. Whoa. So- Y'all, Rebecca and Zied, mm-hmm. this has been five days since the final interview happened. This is very short, you guys. Talk about a couple that there's really not a lot of drama now. I think they had a lot of drama in the beginning, but I yeah. think things are mainly worked out. I think, yeah, we're, we're trying to make, make, make more trouble. So she's checking I can't get his, comfortable. Welcome to my life. It's true. Um, she is checking <sighs> his case status like... Every five minutes. I will say Rebecca's got a little bit of OCD. No, but she you know probably what? would admit that. I've been there. It's like Thursday morning. I'm just refreshing that Sean Cody website. Where's that new porn? <laughs> <laughs> Mama needs that dick. Y'all, remember. Mama needs that dick. If you're going to have a little dick. If you're a straight woman who, uh, or a straight woman who did not watch gay porn, know that Sean Cody, back in the day, like six or seven in years ago, aughts, in the aughts, really, well, was really the Cadillac Coupe de Ville yeah, of uh-huh. gay porn. It was the. The seemingly the, straight guys. The tip of the penis. Who were experiencing gay sex for the first time. We were supposed to believe that. And they seemed to actually be doing it. And there wasn't a lot of direction. Then it was bought by another company. And then it went bad. And now we can only look back like days before communism at the czarist regime. It's true. (laughs) I remember. Remember when it all went bad? I feel like Anastasia. I'm cut dick. (laughs) Hairless balls. (laughs) Things that I can remember, <laughs> boy butter in, Dick in ass. ass. Once upon a, a Sean Cody. Cheers. <laughs> exactly. They were so good back in the day. They were. I remember I went to my, we went to, down to kind of party in the gay area of, of San Diego. That's where they make Sean Cody. Yeah, you lost your mind. And I saw a straight guy named Carter who was flailing about, dancing <laughs> like a big queen in a gay club. I went, oh, she girl. Was he, was he acting in that video <laughs> when he said this is my first time? I think he you was. Know, now, I think his like, uh, soprano screams while taking yeah. the dick might have been <laughs> might have been an as indication. As soon as they put, oh baby, and he threw his hands in the air, it's like oh oh yeah. If you know all the words to Madonna's "Hung Up," you Even if you're a woman and you all the words, you you Um. So y'all, Rebecca's sitting on a park. Where are we? This is like. Picnic, the Saturday edition. Oh no, not picnic. Bus stop. Bus stop. <laughs> bus stop. The Saturday edition. 
It's just her, though. Just no her, one else. No one else. Just her. She's refreshing and refreshing. And finally, <gasps> oh my God. I actually teared up when it happened. It was a movie. His case got approved. And she called His visa's him. visa's approved. You're coming to America. Can you see? And he you're goes, coming to America. He goes, so much happy. So happy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Uh, and uh, anyway, so then she's we, right. This has been a culmination of two years. So then we go to Zied, y'all. Zied's had a glow up. This Whoa. was okay. First of all, his hair is my hair in like 2013, 2014. It was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. You're acting like you disagree. His is more fuller. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Poodle's not bald. I have a lot all. of volume. <laughs> my, when my hair was when oh, my hair was kidding. tall, my hair's just shorter now. Your hair was very tall in 2013. Y'all, Zed had my hair cut like 2013, spent, 2014. Poodle would spend 30 minutes just curling, curling the front of, the front of my hair. Oh, when I would go out to beige. Which is a oh gay my club. god! I forgot about Beige. That's the with stu- Coke Brendan. Remember Coke Brendan? Stupid. Yeah, he's in jail. <laughs> he was. Or did he get out? He got out. Now he's in San Diego, like being all fit with his family. He's all he fit. Doesn't look good though. Mm. Yeah, he was one who's lost too much weight. Doesn't look great on him. Well, you know the weirdest thing. San Diego. The we- <laughs> there you know, is. Let I think he's in recovery. So I let's, hope he is. Let's not. Let's not. I'm just saying. I'm. It's not. <sighs> He wasn't good for you, but I agree. Fine. You had a wild time with him, so it, we connected though in a weird way. Oh, I can't we, hear we, this. Parts oh, of us. God. Well, he was a Leo, so oh Leo, my god, Leos, Leos aren't good for me, but I'm always connected to them. <sighs> Libras and Leos, y'all. There's, it's not especially Libra Scorpio Moon like me. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> I'm gonna okay, stop. I'm taking, here. I'm back. Talking about astrology because the gayest yeah. thing I can possibly <laughs> Somebody do. Somebody driving down the road who's very Christian. Just Satan, 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 Satan. I love y'all, but Satan. So okay, where were we? Anyway, so, he looks good. He's got he his like good. little suit on. He's buying something for his fiance because he's gonna be leaving and wants to bring her a present. And this time he's using his own money and not Rebecca's to buy a ring. <laughs> Rubik, uh, me buy Rubik. me buy jewelry. Jewelry. Um, it's the same old story, y'all. He's hot. He's excited, but he's sad to leave his family. Oh, that makes me sad. But they are happy to see him happy. Um, he also has learned a trade, you guys. Okay, he has gone to school for HVAC. Glow up inside out, y'all. HVAC. That's good money. You y'all. That's there not is, just like a shitty little job. And that is, and that is an industry that always needs people. That always need people because it's hot as fuck here. It's hard. In America. It's hard work, but it is good money. I will say he is doing this, and he's earned he's earned enough money in Tunisia so he can he's okay for a couple of months. Yeah, and he also can. Um, uh, he also, he probably will end up working a little bit under the table when he gets here. Oh, yeah. Because they're so definitely, needed. Definitely. Until his green card gets approved and all that. For sure. So, I'm just saying, y'all, it's like Zied has his shit together, and I'm even more turned on about it. I'm so into him. You know, Ugh. we know someone is, like, really excited by this. <laughs> Andrea Simpson's there, like, what? There's a, there's a lot of... She's like, what? 
and and uh, Aaron Martin too. Aaron Martin loves yeah, Zied. Aaron Martin loves Zied, y'all. If you want to hear some people gush over Zied, like Zied? Li- Zied? Zied listen has, to Pink Shade. Zied has a very specific following. It's true. We need to do another crossover then with so Let's we can hear her talk year. about Zied. She'll just finger bang herself. Yeah, the y'all. This time. is a tease, but we've got some good crossovers. We got some good crossovers in the new year with some one, new people. One may involve a certain. Hey, you can't keep anything. A secret. certain podcast involving Nicole Byer. What? <laughs> you can't keep anything <laughs> secret. God. And Marcy. We don't want to discount Marcy at all. But, it's Danny Day Bay, y'all. We're doing a crossover you, soon. Did you ever, <laughs> ever keep Christmas presents a secret? Um, I could, but not after two vodkas. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, it's true. When I, when I was Y'all, 10 years old and was doing two vodkas, that's how you can get it out of start, me. Literally, we started this podcast four hours ago, <laughs> and so much but shit has happened. To stop. We, we had, had to, to stop. stop. Then there was Airwolf, so Poodle's just been <laughs> drinking the entire time. We got to finish this up. You or made you're about me to get drink. Ble- oh, you, you made me drink. me drink. No, um, I wanted to do it. Let's move on to Jovi and Yara. Oh, the our di- final in my couple. opinion, she's the star of 90 Day Fiance this season. It's either her or Julia. Uh, no. Or, I don't know, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie uh, Stephanie's coming up the star. rear, y'all. She's hula hooping up Stephanie. the rear. Stephanie's coming up the rear. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. And she passes Yara. She's mm. passing Julia. Mm-hmm. And I understand we've got a, a angry ticket. Well, who's well, that's Dee Dee Rivette, everybody. <laughs> I'm kidding. She didn't pay for an ad. She's not coming back. Uh, last I saw of her, she was yelling at her um, at her Uber driver oh, yeah. about giving her change. Apparently, she thinks they can give her cash. Oh, Dee Dee. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, Joe Binari, they're at home. He's reading Yara. It's like, He's reading what are you some reading? Like, Tom Clancy book. Yeah. Book How to Make Me Million Dollars? I promise. This was so sad. <laughs> Joby doesn't read, y'all. No. Joby doesn't Nerr. read. No. He doesn't even read long Instagram the, posts. The producer said, Joby, here, you don't have anything to do. Take this book and act like you're reading. Exactly. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. What's to say? I can't read. I, and y'all is like, I do is not. Is it a drink menu? <laughs> I do not like the plates. They look cheap. I will be honest. She she is a woman because she's been to the Poodle Skya school of I marry rich man. Yes. She knows that she needs things that look expensive. And these look like things you buy at Pier One that are kind of not well, supposed not anymore, to look at Pier One's true, gone. But like crate and barrel crate and barrel that are, are kind of not supposed to look expensive. But they are. There's not gold leaf on them. You yes, know, but and I think yeah. Yara's taste, you guys, is supposed to look expensive. Yeah, you know, that is one reason why I don't buy a lot of Crate and Barrel because I'm like, if I'm gonna pay this price, I want it to look like you, I paid this. You price. need to like, uh, uh, like pay for like William Sonoma or yeah. yeah I I kind of get you I there. Do. Yeah, honestly, my plates look really nice. Got them at Walmart ten years ago. Uh, bargain fair. That's a discount regist- uh, restaurant supply store here. I oh, yeah, love I've got bargain fair. Y'all, oh. Poodle has to go there because he breaks everything in his kitchen. <laughs> I still have I still have all the same plates I bought 10 years Do, ago. But I Do have you? a ceramic sink. Do you? Uh, no, I've broken all of them. <laughs> I'm very careful when I wash my dishes and I wash them very hard. He gets very nervous. Some of y'all have sent mugs or sissy I've, glasses. I've tried not to break them. I don't think you break it, broke it I don't yet. use them because I'm f- afraid. Honestly. Oh, boy. So, 
Uh, again, this is not a couple who I think even remotely like each other. No, here's the deal, though. Y'all, they fuck so good. True. It's lo- it's totally a war of the roses here. Yeah. They're like You're dating yourself, but that's okay. <sighs> they they are they are fucking each other. Like it is crazy. Even Joby said, we didn't get along really well. Then we had great sex. So so if they fight, 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 and then they fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. She's definitely got a magic pussy, and oh, she yeah. unlocks something in him. And I think he knows how to have sex. I think he does, too. Yeah. and His she, dick is fine, but he knows what to do. I think also, you know, she wants a green card. This is no... Yo, this is, yes. She is definitely... Yo. She is definitely... Come and say, say green card in <laughs> Russian. Come and say, say. I think she's Ukrainian. Oh, she's Ukrainian. Yeah. Who's Russian? Somebody's Russian. Uh, Julia's Russian. Julia's Russian. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. So, uh, so basically, she's like, "What you're reading? Book about how to give, how to give one million dollar to a wife." Definitely an Olga Pulskaya yes. quote. Yes. Uh, so she wants to get rid of the plates because um, they are ugly, and he feels y'all. Joby feels the need anytime he's challenged to attack the other person. And almost be super dismissive because his response to any insult or a problem is not to appear hurt, but to throw that hurt back at someone. Yes. Jovi is the textbook example of a reactive person who, yeah. as soon as you, his, he can't be, he can't show hurt, obviously, because why would straight men ever show hurt? No. But he's so vindictive, he flips it right back and says, well, you know, I was in your shitty apartment. It was a better place than you have. Yes. Which now, is gross. It is gross. I and think he is the single worst person on yeah. this season. Oh, for sure. He's the single worst shit. person. That said, and not a defense, but more of just a, a noticing of with Yara, she's not kind the way she tells him she doesn't like things. No, she's not. She is. And to her, it might maybe... In Ukraine, that's just bluntness, but I don't think so because the attitude she comes with them, she does. She gets his voice in her voice, and she starts kind the, of almost like this, um, wh- not whining. And these I don't, two have a pattern. Yes, but yeah. they have a pattern. They fight. They fight. He apologizes. They kiss. They fuck. Magic fuck, pussy. Fuck. 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 fuck, fuck Come fuck. on. Ride that dick, you're gonna ride that dick, you're gonna ride that dick, you're gonna shout out to the Ride That Russian Dick song <laughs> That so many have experienced when they were getting their oil changed <laughs> Come at us Like I believe Sissy Dawn did Yeah, some of you were like uh, doing that when you got 90 Day Gade Yeah, it uh, happened uh, Which will so, change because you're voting on her name Exactly Do that so, y'all, they're going furniture shopping because Yara hates everything in his house. And honestly, it's a basic apartment decor. He even said, I had almost zero time to do it. His, um, that rug is abysmal. Yeah, and that I will say. That rug is gross, and so is that little t- Actually, he has no taste. I agree with her. He has swamp taste. I want to bring something up. Yeah. The table, this is a little bit later, but the table that he gets rid of later. Yeah. That tall table. Yeah. You liked it. No, didn't you have that table and I made you throw it away? <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> you had that exact table and I made you throw it away. It was bad. Y'all, so I understand Yara. I I, I will say, Jovi, the thing about- Did you buy that or did your mother buy I it? I think my mother bought it. The, I will say this, you guys. Jovi doesn't give a shit about what's in his house. And I don't know why he wants to put up such a fight. 
Yeah. Um, unless it's like control issues. So ding, gonna, ding, ding, yeah, ding. Yeah, exactly. Ding. So we're going to go to uh, the furniture store and we meet a salesperson. Her name is, I'm going to spell it first because I have no idea how to pronounce we're it. We're going to see. Her I'm going to call her one name, and it may be wrong. Her name is L-A-Q-U-R-E, and I'm going to call that La Cure. La Cure. I think La Cure. La Cure. La Cure. La Cure. It could be La Cure, but I think it's La Cure. Um, and this is another installment of 90 Days Theater. That's the first time we've ever done it perfectly. Yay. Oh. Because I took the lead. No, it's because you listened. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that. I did. Well, usually and we, you we just learn- barrel through. No, that's you. No, that's not. <laughs> Before we begin, I just want to say, you guys. This is Lacura's first time on reality TV, and this is she feels this is her chance. I just want to say that. Welcome to uh, welcome to Fontenot's. People, Poodle will be playing Lacura. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be playing Yara and Joby. Welcome to Fontenot's. Uh, what can I help you with? With looking at furniture. Here. Oh yeah, my, my my lady, she wants a new table. A new table here. House is not nice. Oh, a, we got so much tab- stuff to show tab- you here, oh, shop. Oh, you do. You yeah, do. look at this. You do. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's nice. I'm gonna pull at my yellow top here. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's nice. I just, I think, yeah, he have. How do you say? He has swamp taste. Swamp taste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you funny girl. We always mm. have that problem with our men. Okay, okay. I mean, she's always complaining about where. I mean, we live on the. We live in the. the hey, you be nice the, to her. We live in the East Battery. Oh wait, that's a nice place. That's yeah. a nice area. Yeah. You need to like that. There's just nothing to do. I don't know. I mean, know what to say. I just. I don't know. We need. That's rub. nice. We need. What is it? The thing on the floor. The thing on the floor. Hey, honey, you need to learn your English. It's rug. Wait, that is not nice. You need to be nicer to her, okay? What Would you do a Snickers or it, something? It, do you need a Snickers? I don't. Have you seen that commercial where someone turns into, like, an I, angry woman? I'm usually drunk by the halftime, ma'am. Me too, Cole. Me too, Sha. Okay. 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 You go. You go. Lucky, you gonna yeah. go show you some stuff. Okay. I just, you know, well, mm-hmm. I guess whatever. She just wants to buy everything. She's never happy. You need to apologize to her. I don't know this person, but I'm gonna take her side. <sighs> no, you need to go outside. I, Look at her. She's upset. I'm leaving. I'm not going anything. You I can't have to say go. that I have to, to her. Go. You can't say that. By the way, to your her. yellow sweater is not pretty, but I like you. No. No. I, okay. Okay, I do my best. I, you know what? I'm still waiting for child support to come in. So I would like your, I would like a little bit of, con- don't pull over. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that distracted me too because it was another <laughs> fucking police car. Y'all, we cannot, we cannot control world events. This woman was all up in this oh, scene, and I appreciated my her for it. Favorite. Now she was kind of an asshole because she was inserting themselves. She was in. really inserting herself in this. <laughs> and the producer at one point was like, 
Okay, Gary, get she's LeCure really taking out it. of here. Get LaCure out of this thing. <laughs> we are not paying her. I I kind of started screaming near the end. She's like, "You need to go apologize." To apologize. <laughs> and so she was sitting there with her moles on her face. She was and her yellow top, doing her best. She's going to talk about this at church. <laughs> She's gonna talk all about this our church on Sunday. Oh God, I fucking love, and because she she she's so New Orleans because like they will get up in your business and they will tell you what to do. She was like, "You need to apologize." She's like, you, need to to apologize. Her. you don't talk that way to her. It was really shitty. I mean, he's the way he said to her, like, "Learn your English." Oh, that was so that was awful. Like, viciously mean. Like the look on his face, he, it was bad. I'm gonna say this right now. Joby hates women. You guys, yep. all women. Yep. And and the fact that Jovi and someone said this that uh, uh, I think on um, some maybe it was on social media or some like something on Instagram said uh, this is the first time Jovi has ever been called out by a woman any woman any woman and that is so true because he does not react to it well no because men have such power in the South yeah. I know even as a gay man, I have more power than a straight woman, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just society, how, impo- how it empowers Don't us. get it started. Women of color in the South. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she walks away. Uh, she walks away. Um, and, uh, and he says, I'm not putting anything like this in my apartment. Again, stating he... He owns everything. He when has all picked, the money. When she has, granted, she just wants a green card. But when oh, she yeah, is, y'all, y'all, I'm not a Yara stan. I, I think she's funny. She does want a green card, but she's trying. But for she the camera. has picked up her life and moved yeah. here to his apartment. Yeah, which is totally. now should be their, their apartment. apartment. I get that. I had somebody move. My boyfriend moved into me where I already lived, and I made a concentrated effort. And at this point. I would never say that because I know that would be very hurtful to him. What do you mean? You mean a I would never say my apartment. Yeah. That that's just like a you guys, you well, don't I, you shouldn't treat people that you love this way. I will say he sees money as being transactional and the fact that she's not paying for it seems like a problem to him. Yeah. So but the thing is the inequality of of systems that are happening here, she thinks he should pay, and she th- and he she thinks he should pay, and she get, and she thinks that she should get equal say. Yes, he thinks he should pay, and he gets all the say. So that should be something they talk about, but they're not doing that. And she thinks his name was John. <laughs> Things. His, His name, name was John. <laughs> that is the Reba McIntyre deep. That cuts. is a good Reba McIntyre song. I gotta put that. I gotta put that on Matt's country mix. What was that? About? I gotta what, make that song. Was that about AIDS? I think it. Yeah, a guy yes. gave her AIDS, and that and that song oh was like she thinks God. his name was John. That is so early nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Um, after all this, it's my apartment mm-hmm. and and blah blah blah. Joey, does Joey have a car? Because they're no, always in an Uber. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a car. No. What? They had to go to his mom's house. They they took an Uber. He rented a car. 
Does it? And here's here's my theory. Do people in New Orleans? Does Joby have a DUI? Because he doesn't have a license. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not I'm not shading anyone out there for that. No, I'm just saying that maybe why he's not because in in even in that area, you guys people have cars. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so I'm saying something is either fishy or maybe or maybe it's that he always wants to drink. And and production won't let him drive drunk. So maybe maybe he's like a functioning alcoholic who's always drinking. And or production, maybe you're right on all these things. Yeah. So and production maybe says we're not letting you go into. Or he a doesn't car. want to show his car with the breathalyzer in it. Exactly. Yeah. So, y'all, Joby, and they're I, they're going to paint out this uh, alcoholism, y'all, because when they get home, the first thing I need a drink. I need a drink. They're they're focusing on that, and so. Yara's sitting at the bar kind of crying, and she says, which is true, she says, everyone thinks I'm a bitch and that he's so nice, and that is Jovi. He is spe- he is nice, nice, nice to all. Everybody's like, oh, he's so nice. He's such a party guy. Especially to women who are older than he is. It was his friends before who actually were kind of like a little bit like, eh, we feel sorry for this girl a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, the friends knew everything. She doesn't have any. If the female friend really was like, what makes Jovi so special, Exactly. Chad? Exactly. Anyway, guess what? Mama Jovi, the Cajun witch, has always treated him him. like he's God's gift with the mouth as big as the Mississippi. (laughs) With a mouth as big as the Mississippi. And because Joey, even when he's talking to Yara, this happened outside, but still, he was like, You mad now? You mad? Instead of saying, You know, you're mad now. And she's like, You bitch at me all the time. He's like, Hey, hey, I don't get it. Let's just go drink. Y'all, he's the biggest piece of shit this season. He's absolutely he is. disgusting. He's a horrible, horrible yeah. person. Um, and he doesn't even, like, open the door. He purposely lets the door shut on her. Yeah. He doesn't say, I'm sorry. Nope. He's so mean to her. And Yard's like, how do you think that you would feel if you had said this is just your house? And that's where she kind of says, he needs to give up how, or realize how much I've given up. And Joe, and you, know, you know what he says? You have a place to live, don't you? You have a place to live. You can't respect my opinion. And this fucked up idea, you guys, of I'm going to hold you hostage because you don't have anything and I hold all the cards, that's really dangerous when it comes to 90 Day Fiance. It is. It is dangerous. And what I think is even more dangerous is he doesn't even like see try to see her point of view, nor does she really – well, I don't think she needs to see his point of view in this case because mm-hmm. his point of view is fucked up. But all he does is just apologize and says, I'm sorry for what happened to the store today. He does, but it's a non-apology. It's a non-apology. And he says, you know what? Um, we're going to get what you want because it's like whatever. And, we'll just uh, order it online. It's fine. I'll do anything you want. It's like whatever. He, he basically says, and you guys, true confession. I was brought up with hearing these kind of apologies Ugh. between my mother and my father. And... And and they trigger the and fuck it out all of me. makes sense. It <laughs> all makes sense. I'm so sorry you've had to deal with my issues, <laughs> boy. I, what what a strong person you you're, must right, be. Mother Poodle. I am a strong person. Um, but so he takes the chair to the garbage and the table's going, and he's and he basically says, "I will leave you here, so it will be your apartment," or maybe that's Yara who says that. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, but y'all, this this relationship's going along swimmingly. 
they, I still say, they hate each other. They only they fuck do. well. I yep. think you're right. Um, I think that's the show. That's the show. Should we go on to our sissy spotlight? Yes, let's jump in. Here, we go. Here we go. Hi, Jake and Maddie. I first would like to introduce myself, Stephanie Ripley, proud sissy. I am not ashamed to say that I'm a mix of Carl's wife, mother poodle, and yes, a dick pig. Yes, it is possible. Examples. When I first listened to the podcast, the first four or so sissy shout-outs, I thought they were real. And I was like, what the fuck? Carl! And, like Mother Poodle, I say some of the exact things to my grown kids. God, I guess I just wasn't the best mother. And now, thanks to y'all, I look for BBF all the time. Thanks a lot. Every time I cook southern food, or especially bake, I tell my man, I wish I could cook for my guys. I have wanted to send y'all cake balls so many times. And his response was, I'm sure they're fine. Also, I can't even bring up my podcast when my son is here with his partner. I may have mentioned I wanted my son with Jake. His partner did not like that too much. Oops. Anyway, on a serious note, I want to say I am so blessed to have found this squad. I recently lost my sweet daughter, Amber. She loved y'all, by the way. Um, She was the only person that did not roll her eyes when I talked about y'all and the squad. First post I made when she passed was to my sissy squad. I could not post on my personal page because it made it more real, you know. The squad... They showed me so much love and support. When I was sad and drinking at 10 a.m., I would read their words of comfort and their words of support, and it helped me more than you will ever know. Thank you all. I am so proud to be a sissy. Keep going, queens. And thank you, Jake and Maddie, for creating a place of support, a place we can be ourselves and not be judged. Love y'all. Okay, so I need to collect myself. <laughs> I'm crying, and I was I was ugly crying uh, during that. So, and you teared up, and you never cry. I cry, but I don't really ugly cry. That I'm 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 sorry. I'll stop talking. <laughs> that was Stephanie. That was really beautiful. I'm speechless. Thank you. Um, I did not expect the way that was going to end. Stephanie, I love you. Stephanie, I'm so glad you. that our Facebook page was there to be supportive for you. Um, and the people there, they are truly the best people in the world. The Sissy um, Squad is our the listeners best. are. All of our listeners are. You don't have to be in the squad. We all, um, if, the squad is just a special place. And so, but all of our sissies are one, we, we appreciate, you know, we don't even talk about the sissies that message us all on Instagram and Twitter yeah. and, and how much support that, 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 that yeah. group provides and what it's done this year for people and um, if you guys are if you guys are in the squad or you're thinking you might want to join the squad, you, you need a support network. Don't don't waste another moment because don't it's a beautiful place. And, you know, I think uh, as we uh, uh, you know, we normally end this show with our normal little phrase. But I think for this episode, um, we just want to let everybody know that uh, I think we dedicate this show to Amber and we dedicate it yeah. to a lot of people have. 
lost, people who have a lost lot, people a lot this of people year. this year. Yeah. Um, and so we dedicate that to all of your loved ones and know that that um, we're sending you all all the love, all the dick piggery. Yeah. And um, and you guys to laugh is to start to heal. It's true. So don't forget about that. Um, so we're we're coming up to a new year now. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking, do I, if you've had a, if you've had a loss or we've all had a loss this year, um, just remember we can all start over every single day. We can all start over. Not to be, um, not to be grim, but, um, you know, that it's, New Year's Eve is a hard day. New Year's Day is a hard day for a lot of people. So if you're feeling a little lost and you're feeling a little as a little kind of uncertain, and you don't want to keep going. And even when we say keep going, Queen, and it's hard. As Poodle and I have said before, we have hope for you. We have love for you. Use our hope. Use our hope. Use our love. Uh, we don't know what we would do without this group. It's completely changed and transforms yep. our life. Not just the City Squad, but this podcast. This podcast, yeah. And the community it has formed. It's uh, beyond anything we ever imagined. And totally. That, and that's because y'all took it and you ran with it. Yeah. So we can only do so much, the two of us. Yeah. And it's from it's multiplied because of you guys. Exactly. So And this is our last show of the year. It is. It is. So to everybody out there, we want to say we love you. Happy New Year. Can't wait to see you in twenty twenty one. Right. And yeah. as we always say, keep going, going Queens. Queens. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.